What happens when you abandon a narcissist? Have you had that moment where you finally made the call to walk out on that person and you've said, hey, I can't handle anymore? Maybe you actually communicated some of that before you left. Maybe you established boundaries and said, hey, this isn't going to happen. They didn't respect your boundaries and you finally walked out. Or maybe you had to make the plans and sneak away in the night or wait till they were at work to be able to get away. But what happens when you abandon a narcissist? What transpires? What do they think? What's actually going on? If you guys don't know who I am by now, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel running Raw Motivations, and I'm here to talk to you about this aspect, but to bring awareness, growth, healing, and change to people on all these platforms. If you haven't had a chance to check out some of the other ones or see the small nuggets of truth on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram, those are coming out daily because I want to spread as much awareness as I can about what narcissism is and how it affects people. For me, it's destroyed a lot of my life. It's destroyed the, the friends, the family, the people that I had close to me. It's completely destroyed those. I've lost a lot of friends. I've almost lost my wife. I've lost my job. I've lost different things like that that have happened over the period of several years to put me in the place of saying, hey, there's something wrong. And it took me a long period of time to actually come to that realization and to actually ad admit it, to say, like, hey, this is what I am. I've been in therapy now for over 14 months every week. And I've been there trying to work on who I am, trying to change behaviors, change, change actions. If you want to hear more about how I became self-aware, look under my channel, Self-Aware Narcissist. There's a couple other things there. But the, the main thing on here is I'm on here to bring that awareness, growth, healing, and change. And I do that every single day, not just by the, the content that I put out, but by interacting with people either on one-on-ones or on like live events to try to be able to help them understand what narcissism is and help them grow from it. Help them break free of the trauma bond. That idea of this relationship is toxic, but I don't know how to get out. Help them to get through the limbo land of, hey, I'm detoxing from narcissists. I'm detoxing from that toxic person because I just want to go back. Or why does after the relationship, why does it feel worse? Why do I feel worse? What's actually going on? Am I the narcissist? Am I the toxic person? A lot of these thoughts go through people's heads. And get into the place of, hey, this is clarity. This is your vision. This is where we're going. So let's build a roadmap to success. Let's build a roadmap to you being healed, happy, and healthy. And let's work on setting boundaries so we don't run back to that person or we don't get involved with another person that's actually toxic. If you guys haven't had a chance, please go on and download the NARC app. It's under Google, Google Play and also on Apple. NARC, N-A-R-C. Just type in NARC. It's Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a group of like-minded people that are survivors and thrivers that are getting out, that are learning about narcissism and are tracking their truth, that are tracking their no contact, that are acting as a community, that are in private lives or in private Zoom calls to try to be able to work towards their growth and to continue building up their self-confidence and their self-worth on a day-to-day -day basis. So when we're talking about narcissists and you get to the place where you acknowledge like, hey, this person is a narcissist or this person is toxic, whatever it might be, you get to that place where you might get to the place of getting ready to leave. Now, a lot of times you hear about the narcissist that discards and that happens a lot of the time. Narcissists will go through these cycles where they idealize you, they devalue you, and then they discard, then they move on to the next supply. Oftentimes they do that and try to keep the door open so they can keep coming back to you, they can keep all avenues open and they can keep using people 
all throughout their life as different supplies whenever they need it or whenever one supply runs out. But what happens when it's not the narcissist discarding you and you're gaining your self-worth, your self-confidence, and you realize, hey, I'm the one that needs to leave. I need to get out of this relationship because I know it's toxic. And you make a plan, you get out however you need to, as long as it's safe. Please be safe about making these plans, but you get out. What happens when you abandon the narcissist? Well, I'm sure you've seen it sometimes, either in your life or maybe you're questioning what's going to happen. A lot of times the narcissist will lose control. Lose control of what they're doing, lose control of what they're thinking, but ultimately the main rub is the aspect that the narcissist loses control over you. Because you have to remember with narcissism, one of the big aspects of it is they want to control their image. And oftentimes how they control the image is they use other people to be able to modify and adjust what other people think and see about them. This could be by placing lies or rumors in people's heads, but this can also be of how they appear in public based on who they're with or based on what they're doing or based on how they act in front of other people to their spouse, their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their kids, whatever it might be. The narcissist wants to be in control of the image. So whenever you take away either that image or you take away their control over you, that's a part where they start getting really riled up. They don't like it. They don't like it at all when you leave and they don't handle it well at all because of that fact that they lose control over you. You see, when you take your self-confidence back and you say, hey, I'm no longer going to be in a relationship where you talk to me like that. I'm no longer going to be in a relationship where I accept the fact that you're going to be continuously cheating on me. I no longer accept the, the relationship where you're going to continue to rage at me every single day when I'm not doing that, when I'm not doing things wrong. You have to acknowledge that. You have to work through that. But you get to a place where you say, hey, I'm out. Narcissist does not handle it well at all. Leading up to this, have you ever been where you need to go on a business trip, you were going to go out on a, on a date with friends, you were going to go to a concert, you are going to do anything that's out and about without the narcissist, without that toxic person? How did it go? What happened? If you had different experiences, leave them down below in the comments so that other people know that they're not alone. But I guarantee you, a lot of people that have been with a toxic person start to see the tenseness and agitation raise up as it gets closer to that moment of you actually leaving on this trip or you actually going on this date or whatever it might be. And whenever it happens, you'll see the narcissist that'll flip out, that'll just rage on you, that'll cause something for that attention to be back on them. It could be right before you get ready to leave, they say, hey, I'm going with you. It could be right before you leave, they say, like, I don't think you should go. It could be right before they leave, they confess something so that it comes into a big blot and you're in tears doing whatever you're going to do. A lot of times you'll see how narcissists will um, completely destroy holidays, they'll completely destroy vacations, all this type of stuff because of this mentality of they don't handle it well whenever you leave. Now, in those scenarios, you're not leaving for good. You're just leaving for a trip or something like that. But it can be a red flag for you to understand like, hey, this person doesn't handle this well when I'm out of their control, when I'm doing something else. Often you might go on one of these trips and then you're on one of these trips and something happens and they're blowing up your phone 24-7 because they're saying you're cheating, you're doing this, I can't believe you would leave, whatever it might be, they're going to rage out at you a lot of times.
If you're seeing this early on in the relationship, it might give you an idea not just of a red flag, but what might happen later on down the road if you break up with this person, if you get out of this relationship. A lot of times, these abandonment ideas of them of you actually leaving the other person will make this trigger that pops up on abandonment. It's an abandonment trigger where the narcissist thinks they're going to be abandoned and it, re- it results in them losing control, but it results in them not being validated. It results in them not having the attention put on them. So it's like, what do I need to do to put that attention back on me? It's interesting, Dr. Romani talks about abandonment and the idea of being abandoned as like a primal instinct or like a primal fear. And that's one of those things that's going through the narcissist's mind a lot of times when people leave is because I might lose that control. This person might leave me because they actually see who I actually am. Or if they saw who I actually am, then they would leave. And that goes back to that shame and that guilt and that honesty that they don't want to have because of what's actually underneath, what's actually going on inside. Very close to that abandonment is the idea of rejection. Rejection is really similar to abandonment because the narcissist thinks, hey, you leaving is your form of rejecting me. You leaving the relationship, you leaving to go out with your friends, you leaving, period, you are rejecting me. I can't handle that. That's not something that I accept because as the God of my universe, as the the one person that's entitled to everything, what I'm not entitled to is you rejecting me. You see this in different aspects when you say no to a narcissist, when you reject like something that you want to do or like whatever it might be. When you reject a narcissist, when you say no, when you put up those boundaries, you'll see them respond or spiral out of control or manipulate or run through your boundaries. You'll see multiple different things because they can't handle that idea of rejection. They don't want to feel that. They don't want to process that at all. Out of that rejection, a lot of times they want to be able to control what's going on. And it's normally that fear of rejection, that fear of abandonment that's going to control the narrative so that they can actually paint a picture that looks better to them. Excuse me. This might be a time where you go on a trip and you come back and they give you the silent treatment. That you go on a trip and they come back and they rage at you. Maybe even they go on a trip and they come back and they still rage at you because it's still the idea of abandonment of I don't want this to happen, I wanna control the narrative, which a lot of times you'll have people that leave people ahead of time, okay? You're going on this trip, fine. If we can't come to the same agreement, then we're done. You know, you're gonna go do this with your friends, well, I see you definitely don't like value me, so I guess we'll just be done. I'm not sure we can continue doing this in this relationship because you're not putting me as a priority. The narcissist will try to flip it back on them to be able to have control over the situation and to make sure that they're the ones in control of you, in control of the situation, in control of the mass, and in control of the narrative that they're trying to portray. So if you're in a relationship and you leave for a period of time, you might start to see some of these red flags. It might give you a good idea of what's going to happen at the end of the relationship, or it might just give you a good idea that there needs to be and end of the relationship. So please be careful if you're running into these red flags with a narcissistic person or a toxic person, you might have a better idea this is what I'm dealing with. So please be careful out there, be safe.
Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, Whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.